2: So it's a lot of stuff going on, but the story that I wanted to start with on this show is Rob Gronkowski, who had teased a big announcement. We had talked about it a couple weeks ago, Gronk intimating that there was something big. Boy, was it going to be big. And he was very, very excited about it, he was looking forward to it. It's going to happen on August 27th. Well, August 27th arrived. And we were speculating, was it Dancing with the Stars? Was it going to be the WWE? Did he have a movie deal with Warner Brothers? All of the above, none of the above. Well, it turned out to be none of the above. And if you did not hear Gronk's big day, if you missed it, Rob Gronkowski, who walked away from the NFL at age 29, and now he's 30, says he will advocate For professional sports leagues to uh, allow players to use CBD, hemp oil products, which have been banned. They're still outlawed, even though weed is legal uh, outside the Bible Belt. Uh, But a lot of other places, it's uh, it's very legal, uh, the coast in particular. So anyway, uh, that was the headline story that ran, and people were off to the races with Gronk. You know, he's announced his big announcement, CBD products for Rob Gronkowski. And Gronk said he is not planning on returning to the NFL. However, he's not closing the door. He explained how football was bringing him down, right? Football not uh, a positive influence uh, in his life. And, uh, in fact, we have some of the audio. Let's go to the audio tape as they say. Here is a Rob Gronkowski and the waterworks. Uh, will we get waterworks here very emotional.
4: I love all my fans. I love Patriot fans. And wherever I go, Patriot fans always ask, am I coming back when I'm coming back? Where am I coming back? I'm walking across the street, and they're like, you're walking because you're coming back. (laughs) It's crazy. I understand. I I feel that love. But I want to be clear to my fans. I needed to recover. I was not in a good place. Football was bringing me down, and I didn't like it and I was losing that joy in life, like the joy. I'm sorry right now, but, oh, dang, let me, oh, I really was, and I was fighting through it.
2: That was an Academy Award performance from the Gronk there. All right, here's more from Rob Gronkowski, his big day, Gronk's big day, announcing he is now pitching hemp oil. Uh, Here's Gronk pointing out again. I asked about whether or not he's going to come back and play in the NFL. I referenced this. Here's what Gronk actually said.
4: Yes, I'm on the right path to where I am now, and I got a lot farther to go, and I feel great, and I am pain-free. But I truly believe I can get to another level with my body, and I'm just in the stage, first stage right now. And when that time comes down in the future, if I have the desire to play football again, if I feel passionate about football again, if I'm feeling like I need to be out there on the field, I will go back to football. But as of right now, that is not the case. It could be the case in six months. It could be the case in two years. It could be the case in three years. It could be the case in three months. But I truly don't see it in the foreseeable future in like a week or a month.
2: Well, of course, you weigh like 130 pounds. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're the size of uh, that Carly Lloyd who wants to kick field goals in the NFL. My God. All right. Anyway, uh, boy, there's a lot to to dice. One more from Gronk here. Here's Rob Gronkowski talking about the mental part. Well, he's the perfect guy to talk about that. Here's Rob.
4: I could play right now if I wanted to play, hands down. Physically-wise, I can do it. Mentally-wise, desire-wise, it's not there. My, my mind... My soul keeps telling me, you need more time off. And when I feel like my body's top-notch, my soul, my mind, mentally and physically I'm ready, then I would go back to the NFL if if I ever get to that point.
2: Yeah. All right, so he, he was rambling all over the place, uh, Gronk. And uh, actually, I, I wanted to reference this because I got a an in, a, 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 a email from someone who heard the monologues we knew about, Andrew Luck. Po- Bob, Podcast Bob, uh, who – is a Colts fan, and he is demanding that I scold Rob Gronkowski the same way that I savagely attacked Andrew Luck because of his abrupt exit from the Colts. Uh, and And I wanted to address that, and it's tied into the Gronkowski story, obviously, because that's what the guy wants. But, they, but the question is, do I have an issue? Do we have an issue with Rob Gronkowski's retirement? I have no issue with Rob Gronkowski's retirement. None. Uh, at all. Zero. Zippo. Uh, but I do have some thoughts on the Gronk story in general. I've got the the Code of the West, Jonestown, and Ron Popeil. And we will put all these together. We'll line them up and we'll knock them down like dominoes. Now, number one, the circumstances are night and day for Gronkowski and Andrew Luck, for Bob, uh, Podcast Bob, who uh, who emailed in. Rob Gronkowski has been publicly flirting with retirement For several years, this is not something that was a spur-of-the-moment decision. Many were surprised that he actually came back to the Patriots last year and played. I know it was moonlighting at the other station in Boston, which we're not on right now because we're on the Sports Hub, but at the other station, uh, we talked a lot about Gronkowski the last couple of years when I was there doing stuff, and would Gronk come back? I remember somebody called up who said he was at a bar in Boston, and he was hanging out with Gronk's brother who... Told him over beers that Gronk wasn't going to come back and play for the Patriots. Give me the whole rap and all that. So, a lot of people were genuinely surprised that he returned. Nobody, no man, woman, or child was hoodwinked, caught off guard by Gronkowski's decision. Timing matters. Gronk handled his business like a grown up, unlike Andrew Luck, who completely botched it. If Andrew Luck wanted to retire, you retire at the end of the year. You don't start at the beginning of the year, you don't retire. Dumb people don't seem to understand that, but smart people do. Rob Gronkowski played out the season, and then after its conclusion, he faded to black. That's it, or faded to hemp oil, uh, giving Belichick and the Patriots ample time to replace him. Now, they haven't really replaced him. They got a they got a potpourri of tight ends, but it was not a blindside situation. What Andrew Luck did was inexcusable, leaving two weeks before the season because it's too hard. Yeah, I mean, come on. Now, now we believe, at least I believe, maybe you don't believe, but I believe in society that it would, it would be better. I, you should simply follow the code of the West. You know what the code of the West is? That includes things like take pride in your work, always finish what you start. That's a big one. And when you make a promise, keep it. Those rules make a lot of sense to me, the code of the West. Andrew Luck didn't follow the code of the West. So, Bob, you asked me to rip Gronkowski. Gronkowski did follow the code of the West. He finished what he started, and he made a promise. He kept the promise. He had a contract. That's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. See you later. Now, second thing, Rob Gronkowski claims he doesn't miss football. He played the soundbite there, at least not yet, but he danced all over the place. He was was up here. He was down there. He was sideways. He did the backflip. He was tap dancing. Gronk is what he was. He also claimed, uh, as, as you heard, that he hasn't ruled out a comeback, but he's not. he hasn't made a decision. He's not sure what he's going to do. It was a helter-skelter approach. But based on his appearance, unless the situation changes dramatically, he ain't going to play again. The, the one issue I have with both Andrew Luck and Rob Gronkowski, to tie the two together here, is them being labeled as victims. Uh, of the brutality, the systemic brutality of the NFL machine. Uh, I I don't agree with that at all. I I understand that that, a lot of people in the media love that story. It's an easy story. It's low-hanging fruit. I usually like low-hanging fruit, but I don't like this one. Uh, I'm an outlier. I I, I guess I'm a pariah uh, because as uh, as. Bob Revenes. He wanted me to rip in, uh, Gronkowski. I'm not going to rip him for retire. I'm going to the time. I, I can rip him for, uh, for trying to play the victim. Although I don't know how much Gronk was was playing the victim, but a lot of people are trying to make him as the victim. Uh, and another listener, David in Pennsylvania, who emails me all the time. He's not on social media. Uh, he's against that the devil, which is social media. But anyway, David. Uh, pointed out that you know these days everyone in sports, out of sports, everyone's playing the victim, and it's true. There's a cottage industry in America today. Uh, you're a victim. Uh, I need empathy uh, from you. You claim you're some kind of helpless victim here, and you curry public support. I don't think Gronkowski's a victim. Uh, Andrew Luck is not a victim. Uh, and, and we have morphed on this issue, like it's like Jonestown. It's like Jim Jones there passing out cups of Kool Aid, and everyone is unapologetically guzzling the rat poison of playing the victim card. Uh, and there are true victims, but when you say everyone's a victim, it's, it's, it's absolutely insanity. Is, is what it is. Both Andrew Luck and Rob Gronkowski knew exactly what they were signing up for when they signed the contract. They were well compensated for their efforts. Gronkowski made over $50 million plus endorsements. Luck cleared just shy of $100 million, $97 million. Now he said he would have made another $200 million if he'd kept playing a full career. Now the final point here. So I want to get back to to just Gronk for a second. So Rob Gronkowski's confessional about football life I believe had ulterior motives. I do. I believe he had ulterior motives. I think it's obvious he had ulterior motives, but many people seem to overlook this. Gronk said in one soundbite, he said he slept for five minutes after winning the Super Bowl against the Rams back in February and he claimed he was in tears because of the quad injury that he sustained in the first half of the Super Bowl, He went on to say that he could not sleep for any more than, say, 20 minutes for four months. And he had one liter of blood removed from his quad. Now, I am not going to sit here and say that Gronk wasn't mangled and deformed from playing football. I'm not. However, what I am going to say, what nobody else has the courage to say, if you want to use that word, or the cojones to say... Is to point out the Komodo dragon in the room. And you can't tell the Gronk story without telling this part of the story. That news conference that took place, where all these sound bites came from, was again to promote a new business venture, which he is the face of this hemp oil company, this CBD company, and he, he sounded like Ron Popeil from Ronco back in the day, the, the greatest of all time if you're a fan of infomercials. I love infomercials, and Ron Popeil's the, the, the OG. Now he's not doing do it anymore. This commercial's still run, But Gronk, he showed tremendous salesmanship skills. The only thing missing was a Mr. Microphone like Ron Popeil used to sell, or the, the Showtime rotisserie uh, so you can cook your chicken. Set it and forget it. But Gronk used the classic formula, the technique of Ron Popeil and all infomercials, which what that was, was an infomercial. You, there always needs to be a problem that requires a fix. And ta-da! I'm the person that has the solution. In the case of Rob Gronkowski, it's, he's selling a product to help health, and so he had to lay it on thick. Again, I'm not saying Gronk wasn't messed up. I'm saying that he added and embellished the story because he's trying to sell a product, and you got to get people's attention. But you know, I don't worry. Right, Gronk's whole argument is I've figured out a solution, and it's this product which will be available. You know, et, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm selling the product. I'm endorsing the product. It's it's the magic placebo, this hemp oil. Which uh, I, I have friends that use uh, that, and see you know, they they claim that the people that really love CBD, they boy they love it. They they are all you know there's no there's no halfway. Either you really like it or you think it doesn't do anything for you. But that's a different conversation. The people that love it, will say, oh, you got pain, no more pain. You got nausea, no more nausea. Right, none of that gone. Uh, anxiety, eh, less anxiety. In fact, might as well say no bubonic plague. You will not get the bubonic plague with the hemp oil. And all those things might be true, but Rob Gronkowski, to me, came across as trying to sell a product. He, you know, Disingenuous or just being a Weasley salesperson. Whatever he is being paid by this company as a partner or celebrity influencer, I got to tell you, it's not enough. This is a national infomercial, free advertising all over the place for Gronk's product. Every story where they have the quotes about Gronk being in pain... And then follow up with, hey, here's uh, Rob Gronkowski, and uh, he's found the solution.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Or maybe it's because Zin is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zinncom find. That's ZYN.com find.
6: Kia, movement that inspires. Call
7: 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
8: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
9: 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
1: Mexico will likely have its first
5: female president.
9: And then you have China. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
7: But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake.
8: To someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite
9: often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Now, we have a mild, I'm going to put the word mild in front of this, hullabaloo from baseball. And I like talking about hullabaloos. I do. It's fun. Uh, This involves a scrub from the Fightin' Phils who wanted to essentially pick a fight with his own fan base. Now, if you didn't see this story, and it's a local story in Philadelphia, which I think is more than just a local story in Philadelphia, this guy Sean Rodriguez, he's been playing Major League Baseball for a fair amount of time. If you missed it, I'll get you caught up to speed. So he doesn't think baseball fans have a right to boo. He's the anti-boo guy. Uh, and Sean Rodriguez has not only been a little-used backup since he came to the Phillies from the Pirates at the trade deadline, he has also been mostly terrible. Uh, now, he did have a glorious, shining moment, a walk-off home run. Uh, and the other night for the Phillies against his old team, the Pirates, he then took it upon himself to trash the fans and, and he used a word which many people, uh, the uh, fan base in Philadelphia, are offended by. The word was an, it starts with an E. Uh, I think we have it. All right, here is the, uh, the clip. This is Sean Rodriguez of the Phillies giving a lecture
10: to the Philly fan. Well, think about it. Who's, who's looking bad and feeling entitled when you hear stuff like that? I'm asking you. I don't, I, wouldn't, I don't know. That's, what do you mean you don't head? know? I'm not the one booing. I'm not the one screaming. I'm not the one saying pretty disgusting things at times. That seems pretty entitled. I mean, you're just making yourself look pretty bad as an individual, as a person, as a fan. You're making guys not want to basically sit there and say, hey, they're going to support you. Hey, they're going to do this. That's tough. But there's still a lot of good fans, though. And those are the ones I hear. Those are the ones I pay attention to. The few that might be behind home plate that say, hey, Sean, keep doing your thing. Don't worry about it. Things are coming around. Hey, Reese. Hey, so-and-so. Hey, Bryce. Through the thick and thin, that's when you really get to show your true colors. So when you act a certain way towards somebody because you don't feel like they're doing what they need to do. Just look at life in general. I mean, you want right. to win. All the, right.
2: The key part of that was the beginning part there. He called the fans uh, entitled. Of course, the counter argument would be, well, you actually think you're entitled to special treatment where you don't get booed when you bet a hundred. So, isn't aren't you the one that's asking for special treatment? Anyway, that led to the next game. Now, this is this is a great uh, Philadelphia moment. Now, I'm not doing this to blatantly suck up to our newest affiliate for the Ben Maller show, Fox Sports 102.5 FM and 1480 on the AM dial, the Gambler. In Philadelphia, no, I'm not doing this just to suck up to our Philadelphia audience, our burgeoning Philadelphia audience. Uh, not at all. Uh, but let's go to the audio tape. Here's what happened. This is the uh, only a Philadelphia type story because after the guy hits a walk off game winning home run, Phillies beat the Pirates on a Monday. His first at bat on Tuesday. This is how it sounded.
3: Not as loud. A, the boos are not as loud as they were. What is it? name was introduced with the lineup
10: that's a positive
3: night won the game there was so much elation after the game and he did a great interview with murph uh, then did one with jj on the radio uh, and then spoke to the members of the media uh, after the game and looked like he had an agenda of something he wanted to get off his chest about the the fans here in Philadelphia calling them entitled. Not all of them, but a certain amount. Not all. And he's hit by that pitch, so he'll go to first. <laughs>
2: The crowd goes wild. He got it. <laughs> oh, that is outstanding. that is wonderful. That's an A+ plus 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 plus. They boo the guy before the game. They boo the guy when he's introduced, and they cheer the guy when he gets plunked by a pitch. <laughs> is that not a great Philadelphia sports moment? That is outstanding. All right, so let's discuss here. Now, we have a debate over fan etiquette. And if you're new to the show, we're on some new radio stations and not only in Philadelphia, but we came on recently again in Washington, D.C. and in Boston. It's been a big affiliate year here on the show. But but if you're new to the show and you haven't been listening, the, the question will frame it this way. Do you have any empathy for Sean Rodriguez and players like Sean Rodriguez who whine, complain, bitch and moan about getting booze? Uh, and I don't. I have no empathy at all. Now, my thoughts: you've got the golden rule, the optics, and the walk-up music, and we will put all these things together, and we will make some tasty cakes. Just because Roberto does not like tasty cakes, He he just despises the tasty cake. Now, now, hey, Sean Rodriguez, I don't know him. I've never met him. I likely will never meet him. From what I heard, Dingleberry, Dingleberry. All right, guys at Dingleberry. Call it like it is. Obviously nobody likes to be served a bunch of raspberries from the from people when they're at, at their job. But I get that, but it goes with the territory. It's like the same argument people are making about Andrew Luck's the victim and Gronkowski's the victim in football. No, they're not. They knew what they were signing up for. And when you're a professional athlete and you don't perform well in certain cities, they attack you. In other cities, they give you a nice tennis clap or a golf clap, rather. Uh, And sometimes Philadelphia is one of those cities where they, they will not give you A pass. Now, we can argue if Sean Rodriguez is even good enough to warrant the kind of energy that's required to work up a nice boo to land base the player like this because he's a nobody. The guy's a baseball hobo. I'll give him credit, though. He's somehow, without having any real ability, been able to play 12 years in the major leagues, which is amazing. Parts of 12 years. The guy's a career 226 hitter. Must be hiding in the shadows there of, of baseball he is fully vested Sean rodriguez in the pension program fully vested that's that's amazing and and he made over 20 million dollars being part of different random teams but since he got you know got hit if you will and the, the, the water uh, you know fell out of the boat he, i don't think he could hit if you fell out of the boat but the crowd went wild and all that stuff when he was when he was doing his thing but he he could he can't hit I got a guy hit the other night. Uh, so I, I think what they're saying, since the guy can't hit and they are paying him all this money over the years, that he's just a character guy. He's a locker room guy. Good for team morale. Although I would question whether this rant is helpful or hurtful. It's good for me because it gives us something to talk about. But Rodriguez also, Sean Rodriguez of the Phillies, he broke the golden rule. You are allowed as a player to rip coaches. You can rip your manager. You can rip your hitting coach, your pitching coach, your bullpen coach, your bench coach, all those coaches. Can rip them all. You can rip management. You can attack the GM. You can attack the scouting director. You can atta- attack other people in the front. You can attack ownership. You can attack other players. You can even attack teammates. Shouldn't do that, but you can do it. But off limits, the fan can't do it. That's no mas. Can cannot do it. Protected class in this equation. And baseball's been this way, and all sports have been this way for a long time. The customer is always right. Now, occasionally occasionally that changes, and, and people point their finger and condemn and attack. But part B of this, it is, I find it comical that Sean Rodriguez thinks that he is such a big deal that the Philly fan needs to take a seminar on the proper etiquette at the ballpark from this guy. He's, a, he's nothing. He's a stumble bum, is what uh, Sean Rodriguez is. Can't do it. And then you got Gabe Kapler, who somehow still hasn't been fired as the Phillies manager masquerading in the dugout, who allegedly pulled Sean Rodriguez aside before Tuesday's game against the Pirates for a powwow. And Kapler partially disagreed with the comments saying, this is the Phillies manager, that he was just standing up for one of his teammates, uh, Reese Hoskins, who got some, some trash talk to him who's been terrible, Reese Hoskins. My God, has he been bad. Uh, also, I will say it's more probable than not that Gabe Kapler pulling aside Sean Rodriguez in Philly, uh, this was done for the cameras. It was done for the optics. Kapler likely gave Rodriguez a shoulder rub in the Manders' office, a little pep talk and a fruit smoothie on his way out of the door because that's how Kapler rolls. And, and I understand, again, this is another thing where the societal norms are changing. Uh, but I'm the guy saying I like it the way that it has been, where I advocate for the fan right to heckle. I am pro-heckling. I've supported the heckle. Uh, I'm not a great heckler. I do it on the radio. Uh, I'm not that great at the stadium, but other people are. We've seen a groundswell of support for the loosely organized. It's not anti-vaxxing. It's anti-boo movement uh, that is out there. It's similar to anti-vaxxing. Uh, the, the same crowd who believe Andrew Luck deserved cheers for quitting on the Colts two weeks before the season are the same people that think that Sean Rodriguez of the Phillies and players of his ilk are deserving. Right? He he said the fans are entitled. I would say he thinks he's entitled to special treatment, and uh, and that's that's what I believe to be the case here. That he qualifies, he's eligible somehow to to have a bubble around him, and you have to be supportive and and that actually works into the conversation because I have pointed out for years behind the microphones of Fox Sports Radio and other places I've worked that there's this generational divide and I'm not sure what year the cutoff is I I, I used to think it was about 30 but maybe it's a little older than that now where you were raised as a sports follower to believe that this just is part of the package right you you buy a car you got to get insurance you know that when you buy a car if you're younger you were raised with participation ribbons but everyone wins no room for critical feedback blah 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 you need encouragement but Rodriguez is 34 years old he he sounds like he's of a, a younger group of fans and now I have a love-hate relationship with the Philadelphia sports fan they they have a high higher percentage of neanderthals Than many other fan bases. I still romanticize when the Eagles were on the road to the Super Bowl and they had to put Crisco on the signs around Philadelphia to keep people from the animals from climbing up the signs. And it didn't even work. I mean, they they were still able to climb up. It's unbelievable. But I do have appreciation. I got to tip the headphones and the microphone to the ability that some of these people in Philadelphia have to get under the skin of these professional athletes here. It's it's wonderful. Philly isn't the only city that boos players. They boo players in a lot of other cities, and in certain situations, they'll boo anywhere. Uh, you know, in, in any town, you'll get boos. They just seem to be more effective at it. It's like the house of ill repute for baseball players. They're, they're going to go in there, and you're just going to get condemned and condemnation, the knife digs a little bit deeper there. So the the last word on this now playing in towns like Philadelphia not not for everyone as they say but Sean Rodriguez, he has played in cities that have no real passion for baseball. Tampa, Pittsburgh, Anaheim, places like that Rodriguez sounded like a pussy willow is what he sounded like in the, the sound bites we, we played and I don't know that he's made out of paper mache but I do have a suggestion for his walk up music all right, here's what the Phillies ought to play when Sean Rodriguez, he doesn't play very much, but here's what they should do when he comes into the game. When he's going to the uh, the batter's box, they should play the Mr. Softy ice cream truck tune, right? That should be in the background as Rodriguez, now batting for the Philadelphia Phillies, Sean Rodriguez, right? And then you play the Mr. Softy music, and then uh, you're on your way, All right? So, I mean, get, get some rhino skin. Come on. Yeah. Follow the path of Bobby Bonilla if you want disgruntled Mets outfielder from the Bronze Age, and he famously in, invested in some some earplugs. So go out if you're that offended by the crowd noise. Get one of those sets of high-fidelity earplugs, which are designed to reduce the sound levels in a big stadium, in a concert, or a sporting event. And then you can tune out all the critical fan. Of course, the, Rodriguez, that would be a waste of money. He didn't play enough to justify that kind of expense
3: be sure to catch live editions of the ben Mallor show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific
7: Call 800 333 4 for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile
8: basic. Warranties
7: are limited. See retailer for details.
8: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be President Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
9: 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
1: Mexico will likely have its first
5: female
9: president. And then you have China. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
5: But the
7: problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake.
8: As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often.
9: Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's
3: Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
2: And we bring in the Coupe de loop
11: Ben, even though Lamar Miller went down for the season with a torn ACL last week, Bill O'Brien said he still believes that the Texans are in a good position at running back. Now, he cited the team's trade for Duke Johnson earlier in the offseason. Ben, do you think the Texans' rushing attack won't miss a
2: beat? All right, so this is meaningless what Bill O'Brien said because that's what he has to say, number one, right? He has to say this. He has to be publicly enthusiastic, exuberant about his team's chances. If you cannot be optimistic before you've even played a real game and lost, then when can you be optimistic? And the second thing here, now the reality is the Texans actually were an average running team last year with – Lamar, Miller. They were average. They were right in the middle of the pack there, the middle of the bell curve in terms of yards per carry, which is the most important stat in running the football. How many yards do you get on average per carry? Most important stat. So now they have this guy, Duke Johnson, as you referenced there. He's five nine. Duke Johnson. He's, a, he's like a slot receiver, essentially, out of the backfield on bubble screens and whatnot. Uh, to think that this guy's going to get you know, 25 rushing attempts a game seems illogical. He had 40 rushing attempts last season in Cleveland. He got beaten out by other players there with the Brownies last last season. Now that said, if Houston is winning, then they can pad the sets. The thing about running stats, if you're winning, you have more rushing yards because you're running out the clock, so the numbers are, are enhanced. But I, I do believe the Texans actually, they were average last year. I think you can be average again. Not with Duke Johnson. They gotta get somebody else in there. I get some other running backs on the roster. All right, next. The Dodgers certainly aren't lacking in firepower,
11: but there still are rumors that they could call up top prospect Gavin Lux when rosters expand in September. Ben, would you be okay with this, even if it means less at bats for us some other guys?
2: Yeah, listen, the Dodgers rotate everyone in and out. I don't even know who's playing most of the time. These guys all hit home runs. I have no idea who's on the team half the time in the lineup, but I'm all for this, and I'll tell you why. A This move, you got to give this the full Maller seal of approval. The Dodgers refused to trade this guy for a closer. They could have gotten an A++++ closer at the trade deadline, and hello, Kenley Jansen blows, and they could have gotten a closer. They would not trade Gavin Lux. He was off limits, can't touch him. So if this guy is that good, this guy's the total stud Let's see him go out and win the bleeping World Series MVP as a, a rookie that was called up late in the year. Put him out there. It's the same thing. They wouldn't trade Dustin May. Now, I have not been overly impressed with Dustin May. He's been average, the pitcher. He's got a weird look and all that to him with the redhead. He's he's uh, whatnot. But, but you play the guy. And secondly that the, the, Part B, the Dodgers are hoping, obviously, that he can catch lightning above. ball. If they do this, he has been billed as a guy with a lethal bat. That this guy, he's a shortstop. They moved him to second base. They think he's going to hit 35, 40 home runs in the big leagues. He's 21 years old. I like the name. It's a good name for a star. Gavin Lux. That's a star's name. That's, a, that's important. He's not a generic brand ball player. But you got to muscle up. I watched the Yankees play home run derby against the Dodgers. The Dodgers didn't play as much home run derby. So any more power bats I'm all for, yes. All right, next. Those weird redheads. Stone Cold. G- I was, the word I was looking for was ginger, but I didn't. I could not think of the word ginger until it was too late. So I was, I was a stumblebum on that. Uh,
11: Stone Cold Steve Austin spent some time at Brown's training camp this year for a special that aired on Monday Night Raw. Uh, when discussing it with the media, Freddie Kitchen said he wanted to teach Stone Cold his signature soup bone move.
2: Ooh, the soup bone! Uh, what yeah. the hell?
11: <laughs> this, <laughs> it's got me thinking, Ben. Which NFL head coach would make the best WWE uh, personality?
2: All right, so. I have to qualify this by saying that other than Rusev, I'm old school WWE. I am not, you know, I'm not new school. I'm old school. We love Rusev. He's a legend of the modern WWE, but I go back to the Hulk Hogan, brother, Andre the Giant, George the Animal Steel, King Kong Bundy. Uh, That's my speed, right? Back in the glory days of the WWE. But if you were to say, like, off. Off the bat, some of these coaches here, like uh, Andy Reid would be like vintage 1980s Dusty Roads, the American dream, right? I mean, something along those lines. <laughs> Freddie Kitchens, I see Freddie Kitchens as like a Bam Bam Bigelow uh, type. I, I could see that. Matt Patricia. Now, the Lions coach, I've got a, a mix of Earthquake. You remember Earthquake? Uh, probably before your time, Coop. Uh, Yokozuna and Abdullah the Butcher. How about that? That's right. The great Abdullah the Butcher, who I think is still alive. Most of these guys are dead. Uh, how about Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals? Brutus the Beefcake Barber. How about that, right? Come on. Brutus no? the Barber B- oh, I screwed that up. Brutus the Barber, uh, whatever the hell the guy's <laughs> name, Beefcake, whatever. How about Mike Vrabel, the honky-tonk man, right? Tennessee, <laughs> the whole thing. Come on, man. <laughs> Sean McVay, Bobby the Brain Heaton, or, or Bill Belichick could be Bobby the Brain Heaton. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That is a winner. You put on the board. Yes.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Attention, everyone. And the The password
3: password is... Password. You idiot. Password. The word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller.
2: All right, let's do it. Here we go. It is password each and every week at about this time. It's password the word game of the stars. Let's meet our contestants for this edition of the game. Now, before we meet our contestants, I got to say real high, real uh, quick hello to Doc. Mike Doc, are you there, Doc? Yeah, I'm right here. All right, so, so Doc, you're getting bumped out of the show, but I want you to be a lifeline. We are you willing to be a lifeline on password?
4: Absolutely.
2: We never use lifelines on passwords, pass- but you're good with words, right, Doc? You like you like using words, and you've heard a lot of different words, so you'll be the lifeline, okay?
4: Yeah, I do a Wikipedia and Webster's Dictionary all the time. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Yeah, he, Wikipedia he does. All right, very good. Hold on a sec, Doc. That's a man. The man knows his stuff. All right, who do we have here? Let's see. We've got uh, Oh, boy. I haven't heard from this guy in a while. Mitchell in Ohio. Hello, Mitchell.
3: Hey, what's up, Ben?
2: Where have you been, Mitchell?
8: I've been here ever night, but buddy. Really? Don't right. call me, bro. I hear you. I hear you.
2: All right, hold on a sec. Mitchell, you're delivering the paper. Is that right, Mitchell? Oh,
8: yeah. I've been having car
4: trouble all night, so it's been a hell of a night.
2: <laughs> Sounds like fun. All right, well, good luck with that. Hold on a second. Uh, why not? Uh, I. I a Freudian Slip. I said the name earlier, Phylaxis. Hello, Phylaxis.
8: Hi, Ben.
2: There you are. Look at that. I'm
8: ready, baby. Let's go.
2: You're ready?
6: I'm, uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I heard Tammy from Montana's voice. So I got up.
2: Uh, I'm sure you did. I got you. All right. Very good. Uh, hold if on. I was
6: straight, that'd be funny.
2: That, well, boy, that would be funny, yeah. Haha, <laughs> 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 Laugh out loud funny. <laughs> belly laughs Mitchell in Ohio Mitchell now uh, well this is a you talk about the perfect head to head matchup Mitchell who despises Philexis's lifestyle and uh, and then Philexis oh. who probably despises Mitchell's lifestyle so Mitchell who are you going to partner up with here me Ben Eddie Roberto or the Coupe de Loop uh, I
4: actually like Falexis, but I'm going to choose you Ben cuz uh, oh boy all right you need a way I'm the man of the yeah, I days.
2: do need to win. That is correct. I always need to win. I'm in it it's to win. It's great it.
4: getting porn, I'm telling
2: you. And Philexis, you're going to lose, but who do you want to lose with?
4: I want to lose
6: with Eddie because he's a loser. I
2: love you, Eddie. <laughs> All right, good. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to lose, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're used to it. Okay, so we have a list of words. One to ten. You have to pick the number, Mitchell, one to ten. Pick a number.
3: Uh, Three.
2: Number three. All right, let's go with. Mm, hmm, how about fashion? Clothes. No. All right, Eddie, you're up. Should uh, be right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, for Alexis, so. you should get definitely get this. I think you'll understand this word. It's a. It's not a
0: usual word, but debonair. Style? No.
2: Yo! Wow! Oh, Falexis!
1: Oh. Oh. Party, Look
0: you out!
2: You had the drag queen advantage. Look out. Mitchell, you don't I know, know what that it. word means, Mitchell, right? You have no idea. I got style, honey. Probably not. All right, remember <laughs> that. You guys both have a lifeline. Remember that. All right, you're up, Eddie. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> Falexis, uh, one, two, or four through ten?
2: I'll try seven. Number All seven. right. Uh, All right. Number seven. Good luck on that. Uh, let's go with uh, scale. Wait. Yes. Oh my God! Wow. This is Ninth- wow. Nineteen to nothing. Ah, come on, Cooler Mitchell. Thought. Come on, Mitchell. Pick a number. Go ahead. Pick a number. not seven, not three.
4: I think I dragged went to some speed or something, but uh, <laughs> five. Hey, watch it. Yeah. Five. Yeah, five from Ohio.
2: What? He said
11: five.
4: Five.
2: All right, all right. Shut up, Phil. I'm trying to play the game, Phylaxis. I'm trying to play the damn game. There's no frustration at all. I'm trying to play the game. All right, let's go with, uh, let's see here. Uh, How about break? Break, Ah. B-R-E-A-K, break.
4: (laughs) Snap. No,
2: no. Go ahead. Ed. All right, Alexis. Ben said break. Uh, let's go with um, injure. Damage? No. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What? No, what? Oh, no that's not it. No. Wrong, wrong, wrong oh, I word.
0: Wrong, I did the wrong word. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Hey, no, Eddie's
2: so, greedy. but he got it anyway. But that's not the word we were trying to keep. <laughs> think guy picked five. He said I think five. I should get partial oh, points for that. You don't get any. All right, let's go with fracture, Mitchell. Fracture. Oh injury
4: no oh my god
2: <laughs> i'm gonna come through the microphone ah oh. daddy i'm very frustrated yeah all right phylexis let's
0: go a different way no one's using doc mic either as the light <laughs>
1: <What's up> <laughs> That's that? great. Yeah.
0: let's go a different way phylexis uh let's yep. go with rock Pretty
4: rock hard
2: <laughs> <laughs> get your mind on it. Get your money and mind out of, got it. How about, let's, uh, last, one, I mean, after this, what are going to How about uh, rupture? How about rupture? Uh, everything's tied together. What do you want? That's a clue. You, Mitchell, why <laughs> don't you, you, you use a lifeline, Mitchell? You want to use a yeah. lifeline? All right, Doc Mike, <laughs> what's the word we're trying to get, Doc, in Chicago? Rupture.
4: <laughs> Vessel. <laughs> vessel. <laughs> uh, on the uh. wik-
2: on the Wikipedia, Eddie, it said vessel. Uh, no, that is uh, that is not it. All right, throw the word out. We were trying to yeah, throw that one out. It was crack, right? Yeah. yeah, crack rock. Yeah, Crap. fracture, <laughs> break. Or what are these, You're cracking something. You're fracturing it. You're breaking it. You're all right. You're
4: smoking it.
11: That that clue would have been good for if Jed was your partner, Eddie.
0: That's a good point.
2: Yeah.
4: Who would
2: know that one? All right, we're 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 out of time. This is terrible. Uh, I won. No, you didn't. You win. did. Yes, yes, yes. No, yes. I don't, I don't, he, don't think you I don't think you're. A winner. gets a golden ticket. He even got a, a oh, word oh that I God. wasn't supposed to get. Aye, yeah, aye. Ay. Mitchell, uh, I won. <laughs> no, don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. I'm. Hey, I dare you, Mitchell. You let me down, Mitchell.
3: I'm <laughs> sorry, Dan.
2: Yeah. All right. Hang up in shame. I don't think he's sorry. I don't think he's concerned at They got at all. the guillotine on him, too. He's more worried about that car and those engine problems. So I'm not worried
0: about the game. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor.
8: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year,
6: 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do